0: Hey man, hello and welcome. All right, this week we are going to be talking about responsibility and why it is important for you to have it and embrace it. Hey man, hello and welcome to Relaxed Mail List. This, this is the show that helps men to understand that it is okay to follow their dream. I am your host Brian, I'm a men's coach, and I am here to help you understand what's going on in this crazy world and how can you find happiness yourself. And so, this is the third episode and so we're... This uh, this week I'm actually going to be talking about uh, responsibility, and I know you're going, oh, dude. I really, I have. To, we're going to talk responsibility. Yeah, we're going to talk about responsibility. Something that is highly important. As a matter of fact, responsibility for a man himself is is crucial. Uh, uh, Jordan Peterson has talked about how for a person for a man to be able to find his identity he first has to find something that he takes pride in being responsible for you have to have responsibility for something sitting around in your basement in your parents basement on top of that doing nothing you're never going to actually find happiness you're very comfortable and yeah that's that's something but it is definitely not the the epitome of you growing up you being a man uh you don't being comfortable it has its perks but you do not grow when you are comfortable And that's a whole, one of the key points that I'm always going to be talking about is you've got to step out of your, of your comfort zone. There is a comfort zone and it's there for, you know, at the end of the day, ah, okay, we're, we're, we can kick off our shoes, sit back, relax, get comfortable. But after that, you've got to, after you go to bed and wake up the following day, you've got to go trudge out in that, out of that uh, cave and go kill another dinosaur. So, what your responsibilities are? Who knows? Varies from person to person. A married man has a completely different set of uh, responsibilities as opposed to what a as opposed to what a, a single man has. Uh, a Single man may have an apartment, or he may. I've known married men who have who have apartments. It really just depends on the person themselves what their responsibilities are. Uh, we all have inter-overlapping responsibilities. We all have to pay the water bill if we live on our own. But, again, I may have a paid-off house while you don't. So there's a lot of different uh, different parts about responsibility. But responsibility, like I said, at the baseline is important. It, um, it causes you to have to get out and be uncomfortable. It is tied closely to what your identity is. You, uh, you hear people say, I, I'm a truck driver. Well, that takes a lot of different types of responsibility. You have to be able to responsibly handle an 80,000-pound vehicle. I, am, I work on oil rigs. Well, if you're uh, the driller, that t- you have a set of responsibilities to make sure that you get a hole drilled to the uh to the prescribed depth and if you happen to hit a gas pocket you know how to act with that when you hit those prescribed th- those different uh uh sets of dangers that you will come across when you're drilling a, uh, drilling on an oil r- rig um uh, nurses you have a different set doctors i mean every every gardeners we all have a different set of responsibilities and those responsibilities tie to our who our de- identity is so to make yourself proud of who you are and to make you give yourself a set, uh a sense of self esteem to give yourself the self confidence that you need to be able to go out uh and be able to uh do the work that you do you have to have a set of responsibilities if you are being responsible, and you're doing what you have to, your job becomes a lot easier. It may not be easy so much as, you know, not physically labor easy, but it becomes, you know what you have to do. So people, men who have a sense of responsibility, they are a lot more content with um, with who they are. They know they may not have, like what they are doing but they know what they ha- what has to be done now another thing about responsibilities and responsibilities also tie to uh to a, a to emotions believe it or not and when it comes to emotionally uh talking things uh, emotionally a lot of times us guys people in general honestly we abdicate our responsibility to control our emotions and pass them off to somebody else. How many times have you been cut off by somebody and you instantly got mad? Oh, God dang it. Yeah. Right. And you know, you get mad. He cut and your wife may not have been paying, our girlfriend may not have been paying attention. And she's like, what's wrong with that stupid SOB in front of us. He cut me off. Or, you know, you allow your wife who, didn't cook supper for you. You got home and you're mad and you're, oh, I'm so mad at her, her. She, or my wife made me so angry yesterday because she didn't make supper. I'm coming up with ideas. They just put work with me here. I know they're, they're weak. I, they're, they, they make a point though. Some, so-and-so made me mad. You know How many times do you come home and, uh, you, uh, said something that, uh, you thought it uh, just was an offhand comment and your wife got mad at you 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 hurt my feelings because you said such and such well those actions are abdicating your 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 power your responsibility to your emotions because emotions work like this you have an event say uh you forgot your anniversary all right your anniversary is today and you showed up with nothing. All right. There's a circumstance. You came home with nothing. Um, and you see that the table is fully laid out. Um, you have, she, you can tell the wife has done a ton of work on making sure that the dinner tonight is extra special because it is your anniversary for dating or marriage or, uh, you know, or whatever. well, That event, if you forgot it, that event's going to cause a thought in the wife's mind or verse vices. Someone cuts you off. Well, that's going to cause a thought to register in your head. All right. So let's go ahead and let's bring this over to where it's happening to to you. Um, So that thought creates a, uh, that thought then in turn generates an emotion. Your thoughts create your emotions. Nobody else has control of your emotion buttons other than actually your thoughts. So when you get mad, it's because you allowed a thought to happen that caused you to get mad. Now you can have a thought. you can get mad. you can be angry, you can be upset, and there's nothing wrong with being upset, but a lot a lot. Wow, that's a weird way to roll a bunch of ours. A lot of our problems that we have is that we avoid. Those emotions. Those emotions cause us to to feel bad. We don't want to feel anger. We don't want to feel frustration. We don't want to feel upset or or uh, or whatever towards our significant other. So a lot of times. Us guys, will take it and we'll go, ah, it's nothing, and crumple it up and stu- stuff it off into a little drawer and not worry about it. Well, responsibilities, sadly, are, and you can ask my kids. I'll, they'll tell you this every time. Responsibilities are a lot like a bull. You can take a responsibility and you can shove it off to the side you can avoid it you can dodge it and it'll come back eventually it's going to come at you and you might be able to dodge it again you can shove it off to something else or you can do something else with responsibility ah you're not going to worry about it right now not going to be around. but eventually it's going to come along and it's going to horn it gore you right in the butt it's going to butt you bam right there and you're going to have to face the proverbial music man And that's because you dodge that responsibility. That dodging of responsibility with emotions works also. A lot of times, it manifests itself in ways that are not very productive. Uh, Depression. A lot of times, we dodge a uh, dodge emotions and feelings, and we squirrel them away. We don't worry about them. It's nothing to worry about. We there's other things we got to deal with right now. A lot of people try to mount that up to stoicism. Stoicism is a completely different matter altogether. But when you are avoiding the responsibility of a of an emotion or of anything, it's going to eventually build up and it's going to come back at you. We often like I said, we often take the emotional uh, feelings that we have, and one, we don't ever own them as ourselves. You know what? I did something really stupid to cause I was going slower than everybody else when, when dummy pulled out in front of me and, and cut me off. All right. Or I was, or you may not even know why he, you know, he cut you off. Maybe he's got to get into his wife is, uh, is in the hospital and he's just trying to get in, uh, over to the, uh, to the exit that is, uh, that you're beside. And so he, yeah, he cut you off because he's got to cross. Two lanes of traffic, which, okay, granted, it's illegal, but still, he's worried more about his wife than his safety or everybody else's safety. So, this guy who's not even paying attention to you, you have now trying to say he is responsible for my emotions. Um, A lot of times we expect our spouses to be responsible for our emotions. Um, You'll often hear people say, well, they're supposed to make me happy. First off, says who? Especially when you're married. No, that is not anybody's responsibility to to make you happy. The only thing that a married person's responsibility is, is to be there and to be lovable. And actually, they don't even have to be lovable. You can love them with them being unlovable. You can love them all you want and there is not a damn thing they can do about it. Loving a person is all you have to do. All you have to do is love them. Now, you also want to take care of them and you want to, you want to do things that will show them that you care for them. And that's a different set altogether. But when it comes to responsibility, saying that it is your wife's responsibility to make you happy when she's having a hard enough time just trying to figure out what makes herself happy. Why would you even want to hand over that type of power over to you. Again, also with the guy who just cut you off. Why would you even want someone who doesn't even know you from Adam to have all the controls over your emotional state? He may be a psychopath and wants you to feel horrible and terrible all the time. Yet you want him to make you happy because you're mad at him because he did something that made you mad. When it comes to responsibilities to understand how we, uh, it's good to understand how we avoid them, and there's a several different reasons as to why we avoid responsibilities. First one is it's just uncomfortable, all right. Like you're if you're uh, somebody who lives down in your parents' basement, to just use an example, you're going if you take something responsible, all of a sudden you're changing. The full, whole dichotomy of who you are and what you're doing. You're used to, yeah, I'm going to be a, a, I'm going to be a gamer and I'm going to, I'm going to knock PewDiePie off his, off his dang perch. And so you're just sitting there, you're playing games all day. When in reality, you're not doing much to, to take responsibility for, hey, I'm going, I'm working to, to get uh, rid of PewDiePie. You're just sitting there, you're playing games. You're not even producing any type of content you're making content, all of a sudden you're having to do some really uncomfortable stuff. You have to put yourself in front of a camera, for one. You have to respond to people's emails. Two, you have to start working your tail off to build a community. When you start doing things that are of a responsible nature, that means you have to start doing stuff that is uncomfortable. And so a lot of people avoid responsibilities because it's uncomfortable. I talked about uh I've talked about before how I avoided the responsibility because I really didn't want the un- discomfort of having to grow up when my first when I first heard that my uh oldest daughter was in gestation. I actually even didn't see my daughter my daughter until she was a year old. That's how much of an ass I was. And yes, I was and I admit it and I have made amends with that. And I accept the responsibility that that's what I did wrong, but by God, whenever I did decide to take the, uh, to, to become and start growing up, which was shortly after I saw those big blue eyes, I was all right. So I started making other plans and that's whenever I wound up going into the Navy because I had to do something. I had to do a long, hard, serious look into my own face and realize I wasn't doing anything. I had to take responsibility for my life. I had to take responsibility for who I am. I had to take responsibility for the fact that I was a dad, whether I wanted to be or not. Another reason why a lot of people dodge responsibility is because they have a scarcity mindset. Now I'll get into what scarcity, uh, what a scarcity mindset is versus an abundant mindset. But, um, a lot of times people who, uh, who pass the buck are often people who have a, a scarcity mindset. They, uh, they don't, uh, they're not about to be the one who gets pinned with, uh, with somebody else's problems. It's not my fault that uh, Smithers wasn't, uh, wasn't doing his part of the job. It's not my fault, you know, that, uh, that the, uh, we dropped the ball on, on the, uh, on the Werther's account. You know, it's all these blame game is a lot of, is scarcity mindset is involved when it comes to pointing a finger at somebody else. Um, Closely tied to that, uh, to the scarcity mindset is could just be cowardice. I don't want to even try to do something that is that scary, so I'm not even going to try to do X, Y, or Z. I'm not going to take responsibility for this because, dude, it scares the poo out of me. I'm that's that's something that uh, I could easily get uh, get blamed for, and I'm not going to do it. Um, like for whenever I was uh, dodging being a dad, it could be immaturity. It could be that you so you may not even have uh be mature enough to realize that uh you are dodging responsibility and that's where a uh, a mastermind or a, a mentor comes into play and they go dude you've got this you've got these uh, the this trash you need to pick up you need to clean your own room first before you start trying to clean the uh, clean the the neighborhood and another one is they may just have never been again with uh Never had a mentor, never had someone who told them, dude, you've got to, you've got to get out. You've got to work. Um, and now that's not a hundred percent, a good excuse. And we'll get into excuses somewhere down the road because excuses are a whole other line of, of lies that you tell yourself. But a lack of leadership or lack of mentoring, um, is another reason as to why a lot of people don't, uh, follow up on the response, the responsibilities that they, they are supposed to, uh, supposed to have or, or to, to gain. How do you take responsibility? Well, the first thing is, is anytime you do something wrong, an easy one is to fess up there. You're not going to get into near, uh, we, you probably were told this when you were a little kid. Um, and that is. If you would have just told the truth, you wouldn't have been in near as much trouble. And you know what? They're absolutely right. There have been several times at work where I've done something stupid. And I found out that if I called the boss up whenever, as soon as I realized I did stupid, like for one, um, there was one time I dumped probably about 15,000 pounds, if not more of sand on the ground. It should have been going into a, into a, uh, uh, a sand can what we call a sand can. It's just, uh, it's a, a, a big trailer that holds a, holds the sand so that they can and they can store it. And, uh, the air hose, the hose that I was using to, uh, uh, connect to the sand can had come loose and had fallen onto the ground. And I didn't realize it. I wasn't walking around there to look. And, uh, all of a sudden i started realizing i was over pressure and i was like oh crud this ain't good and so i shut everything down and went around there and all of a sudden there was this great big old pile of dirt <laughs> and i had to call up the boss and go hey uh uh sorry but jim uh i've i've done up and screwed up a bit i put i don't know probably uh 15 to 20,000 pounds of sand on the on the ground and he after he got finished going over there and looking at it uh, the following day he's like yeah oh, no about 15 closer to 15 than uh than 10 so it was i had over overestimated but still i told him and he was okay with it i mean now if you keep doing the same pro, same screw up over and over, you're eventually going to wear out, uh, the grace of your, of a boss or anybody. <laughs> if, uh, if you're going oh, I'm sorry, i messed up. Well, you, you now, as long as you learn from something, you're, you're fine. No one faults a, another person for, for a problem. If they, if they learn from that experience, um, another way to take a responsibility is to ask if you work for somebody ask them hey do you got uh um you see something that you need that needs to be done and i'm going to use a horrible excuse nobody likes this but still if you do this it probably will shine a big light on the boss and say hey boss i'm noticing that every time i get in here that the trash is not taken out I'm going to start just, uh, whenever I get in, the first thing I start doing is I'm going to start taking out the trash. And you actually don't even need to tell the boss, just start. You come in, start grabbing all the trash, can, uh, all the trash bags up, gathering them up, putting fresh trash bags in the, uh, in the cans and taking them out to the dumpster. And anybody asks you to do something in between, go, yep, yeah, I will do this as soon as I finish these trash cans. You make that a responsibility that shines a light in everybody else's eyes. When you take a responsibility You have a better, you are viewed upon by others as more of a leader than someone who doesn't take responsibilities and you don't even have to actually be you know you don't you're not you don't have to know all the answers if you are worried about ever being considered a leader it's like well i don't know all the answers well you don't have to know all the answers and we'll we'll talk about leadership and and stuff like that again on a later later date we're talking just the, you want to just take responsibility find something that needs to be done and do it you see uh, you come in you see that the floor uh, every uh, day you come into work you notice the floor is dirty Grab the vacuum cleaner and start going around vacuuming everything up. It doesn't have to be your responsibility. It doesn't have to be something that's in your wheelhouse. If it is something, say you're a—I uh, don't know—you um, go through and say you make um, you've decided to take up the uh, the mantle of uh, making uh, introduction packs for for new truck drivers. Say you're you drive a, uh, for a trucking company. And, uh, you notice that there is not a, uh, uh, an introductory introduction packet, uh, for them. So they can go through and go, well, I know that I'm going to need, you know, uh, two tubes uh, of, of, uh, fifth wheel grease. I'm going to need, uh, I need to carry my own nine sixteenths, uh, a set of Phillips and a set of flatheads. You know, and you've got a list of all the stuff that a truck is going to need besides for what's, what's previously given them. And so people can go through and go, yeah, I've got a, yes, I do have a fire extinguisher. Good, good. uh, No, it doesn't work. I need to go have that. And so they can, when they come in, they, and they get into a new truck, they can immediately go through uh, their little checklist, so to speak. And if you've taken the time to do that, that looks favorable upon you and you share that out, you don't take credit for it. You don't have to go, oh, I did this. And if someone else wants to take the credit, if you have the, you know the truth. And so if you don't have a problem, uh, if you, someone else takes the credit, pff, let them think that they've taken the credit. Because nine times out of 10, especially if you work in a small company, they know who did the hard work. Yeah, they're busy with their heads down, but usually the boss Keeps an eye out and sees, Hey, yeah, yeah, this guy here, he's, he's always all over the place and he's doing, always doing something. He's got a purpose. So you can, when it comes to taking a responsibility or being responsible and taking responsibility, there's, you can do that. It's just a matter of you stepping out of your comfort zone and deciding that, Hey, I'm going to do this. And when you do this, And it becomes your responsibility. All of a sudden, you start walking with a little more spring in your step. You start looking at yourself a little better. Your self-esteem goes up just a tiny bit more. When it comes to your emotional well-being, you start taking responsibility for your emotions. And you stop worrying about everybody else's emotions. All of a sudden, you know that anxiety you've had? It's not as bad. Cause you're starting to realize, Hey, I'm kind of the one who's taking, who's causing this anxiety. I'm the one. If I hadn't have, uh, if I hadn't have, uh, tried to hide my mistake, I wouldn't be feeling anxious anytime. If I didn't try to hide and say, I didn't, if I wasn't trying to hide the, the rumpled step on the, on the semi truck, I wouldn't be feeling very anxious every time the boss walked past that step waiting for him to go, "Hey, what happened to the step here?" If you he would know what happened to the step. And it's all usually it's pretty obvious if you ran into uh, into, you know, like a concrete tried to shave the the passenger step off cuz you got too close to a concrete uh to a concrete pole or something. When you take responsibility for your actions, when you take responsibility for your emotions, when you take responsibility for those who look to you for protection and provi- pro- being provided for, you start becoming a more content man. Now you're not going to, ha- that's not the key to everything. That's not the one and only key. And all of a sudden you're, you've got sunshine and rainbows. And like I said, we'll be talking about emotions next week because we, uh, emotions are crucial for us to be able to connect with each other. But when you feel good about yourself, you have no problem with connecting with others. So anyhow, well, it's going to be a, I was thinking these, we're going to be a little bit, <laughs> a little bit longer, but I guess we're going to be about 30 minute shows, at least for a little while. So, um, anyhow, go ahead and I'll wrap this up. I want to thank you very much for listening. If you have any, if you need any help, uh, with, emotions or you have any problems or you want coaching, uh, go over to com slash coaching and you can set up a time to, uh, to have me, uh, to have, have me call you up and we'll sit down and we can talk for, we'll talk for about 90 minutes and just see if I'm going to be a good fit for you. And we'll talk, we'll talk things through and we'll find out what, uh, what is actually, uh, What's needed and what direction we need to head. Um, or we, I also have a a mastermind group that is being put together. And if you would like to be a part of a mastermind group, which is a group of men who is is um, who are invested in making sure that each of us become as a success uh, as a successful person as we possibly can. That uh, that opportunity is being provided to you. Uh, you can go to relaxmail.com forward slash mastermind, and that will take you to the conclave of Men site. And there you're, you can, uh, you can fill out a, uh, uh, an application. Let me know what you're trying to, uh, trying to work out and we will, uh, we'll get you all uh, get you into the, to the mastermind. And then finally, um, If you're listening to this before May of 2020, I am having a live event, and this is where I am going to be bringing together 10 people, and we're going to go out, and we're going to go camping out in the uh, Croton Creek area in uh, western Oklahoma, and we're going to spend four days camping. Now, this is a camp and coach session, so this isn't just sitting out on the prairie, twiddling our thumbs. This is we're going to sit out there. We're going to have a lot of relaxation time, just a lot of time to just be in the nature um and that's the uh, the main one of the big points that I want to uh make sure I get across is that it, we're going to be in nature. You're not going to be having bombarding going to be bombarded by your phone. There's uh most of the time phones are going to be put up and and we're not. We're going to stay away from them. Is the key point. Um, this is to help you slow down and to start paying attention to what's happening around you, and to be able to start hearing what's going on inside your own head. And with that, will also be a uh, nightly uh, mastermind sessions and individual coaching sessions. Uh, you'll have it full access to me uh, through the uh, through the, the the four days. Uh, while we're out camping so if you'd like to to take part of that uh you can go to relaxedmail.com forward slash live events so there we go i've got all that out of the way you've got any other thing you'd like to be able to get a hold of um social media links all that you can be all that can be found over at um uh, relaxedmail.com slash and then that uh that social media so slash facebook will take you to facebook slash youtube take you to youtube instagram to instagram slash twitter to twitter you get the whole idea so i've got uh i thank you again for listening we'll we'll talk to you next week so till then man go find something and take responsibility